0: This is a download from News Talk 106 to 108. To download other programmes or for more information, go to newstalk.ie. Can I be. I'm going straight off piste right at the very beginning. At the very beginning. And it's not because I'm piste. Uh, we're going straight off piste because the Emmys were Monday night. Yeah. Uh, I found them eventually a bit difficult so to find. The no, I didn't watch them. Did you? Did you no. Know? Okay. Well, you told me there were 500 uh, nominated awards, so I said I can't was, sit you Yeah, in this. No,
1: in, in the technical section, which was the week before, there were 77 awards. Yeah. And then this week we had, Monday night we had, was t- it actually happened on Monday night, um, we had uh, the main awards, the yes. primetime awards. But best too actor, many of them. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I was amazed at how trenchant some of the criticism in the trade papers was um, yesterday morning, especially the Hollywood Reporter. about the awards themselves uh, yeah and um, you know saying things like it looked as if members of the academy hadn't watched television for two
0: years and stuff like that on the basis that they were going to Breaking Bad after eight series yeah yeah,
1: yeah. and again my view of of the Breaking Bad situation was the one I I said to you last week was that okay um, the one that Brian Cranston got was his fourth award okay and Breaking Bad itself as best drama I think it got about four as well Uh, and all of the all the kind of supporting awards went to Breaking Bad and Breaking Bad now is finished but it was in a situation where you say um, because of that because they gave it to that this year the likes of um, of of True detective, the um, the Matt yeah. McConaughey one didn't get anything. Matt well, McConaughey, and he won't qualify obviously next year. And 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 John Hamm was nominated, I think, for the seventh time and hasn't uh, won the award yet. Now he has one chance again next year.
0: But what they're saying it seems to me. And this is why I wanted to ask. And yeah. I came to the conclusion, a slightly different way from you and the Hollywood Reporter. But I was saying to myself, if if Breaking Bad and it won, it won uh, for Cranston, it won for his. Sidekick, yeah, Jesse Speakman, yeah, or whatever yeah, his name is, yeah. and a one for his wife. Yeah, yes? Yeah, Anagon, N- yeah. Yeah, yeah no. What did it in effect, it seemed to me, it, it was It also saying,
1: won Best Writing for the Ozymandias, the, I think, last or second last
0: episode. So what it was saying was, really, n- there has been no quality of television for the last eight years.
1: And and it's totally contradictory to what has been said again and again about going through a golden age of television, about yeah. all this great television that's on cable. Um, and, and it is. It is. We're seeing it. I mean, we 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 all know about
0: it. But I think part of the problem is, and this is why I didn't watch it because mm. I didn't like the fact that uh, the awards thing. But but the system of you have comedy, yeah. you have drama, yeah. you have a mini series, you have a this, you have that. Yeah. Whereas at least with the Academy Awards, it's the best actor, mm. it's the best actress, and and I think it's diminished by having all these awards. Um, and uh, I told you last week, I said
1: you, there it was a section for best prosthetic. You told me that. I mean,
0: George, I mean, that says everything, you know. Right, Harrison Ford won that for the future, too. <laughs> I don't
1: know,
0: right? Okay, now I, I am, um, I find some of the topics for movies extraordinary, and yeah. one yeah. that you saw this morning called Pride, yeah, okay, okay. I found it. A very extraordinary topic from which you would make a movie. Yeah. So how did they do?
1: Well, one of the things about that is, anyway, is that there's kind of been a tradition, say, over the last couple of decades of taking a piece of social history, recent social history. This one would probably be most comparable to, remember that Remember that film Made in Dagenham? Yes, called yeah. Magnum, which basically was about the Ford strike in Dagenham, I think, in 1968. Okay, and they what they did was they dramatized that kind of situation. And this is what they've done with Pride as well. Pride is about um, a group of of gay and lesbian people who decide to support uh, the mine workers um, in uh, during the, the the lengthy, nearly year long mine workers' strike in 1984 during the Thatcher period. And uh, so uh, one of the things that happened is that quite okay what, what they do is they raise money um, on the streets of London and they offer it to the mine workers and their families and the mine workers are embarrassed to be associated uh, with these gay people so what the gay people do then is they identify a village um, in, in South Wales and they basically channel their support to this um, village and it's about the whole relationship between them and, and the people But in, in
0: 1984 wasn't homosexuality illegal?
1: Illegal, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I know well, it
0: was '93 before it was decriminalised in Ireland. Yeah. So I'm wondering when mm. it was decriminalised in Britain. Much. I was just wondering whether you could actually take money from somebody who was committing a crime. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? But was it a good movie though? Because well, it seems well, well, a, a well, strange topic. Well, it was
1: kind of. It's. It's. it's uh, some of the dialogue in it is very, very good. It's very, very sharp and funny, and it's brimful of personality. The thing is about it is, is it's two hours long. And it's probably maybe about ten minutes uh, too long, uh, but it has a marvelous cast, George. I put the cast down on your piece of paper there. Um, Bill Nighy is oh, he's just wonderful in it. He's just gorgeous in it. Uh, Dominic West, very very good as a gay actor. Imelda Staunton, she's one of the, um, she's one of the, the the people from the village, one of the Welsh people. Uh, Andrew Scott, Irish actor, lovely Irish actor. And Paddy Considine is just just he's a he's a mine uh, a mining um, official. And he's very, very good in it as well. Can
0: I ask about Dominic West? Yes, yeah. Because he, The Wire, obviously, was his breakthrough. Yeah. Has he. Developed from that? Like, well, he's done career-wise.
1: He's done various things. You probably saw him actually playing um, Richard Burton in Burton and Taylor on yeah. that TV movie um, recently. He's done quite a bit of stage work. I read somewhere that he actually had decided not to go to Hollywood to stay in Europe because of his family, that he wanted to be with his children. So, um, but he, I mean, he's a fine, fine actor and uh, he, he, I, I think he has a very healthy, right. healthy career. Could I just say yeah. that um, on... Uh, on Monday night at 6.30 in Cineworld in Dublin they're having um, Eclipse Pictures is having uh, a preview showing of Pride and we have 15 double tickets uh, to 15 doubles, doubles 15 doubles yeah, yeah for Pride for Pride next okay. Monday next Monday to give away and okay. what do you do send so, text okay, so okay yeah uh, to be able to chance uh, give us the name of the recent movie in which Bill Nye played Donald Leeson's father was it about time about turn Or uh, uh, what about you? So which was it? About time, about turn, or what about you?
0: And text your answer to 53106. Okay. Now, this is a great question for a listener. Following the recent deaths of James Garner and Richard Attenborough, is David McCollum the only surviving member from The Great Escape? Probably no.
1: Well, I see now. Uh, let's just look at uh, all the main ones, okay? Jackson's gone. Oh, I, well, just start from the uh, starring wise. Obviously, McQueen is gone. Yeah. Attenborough is gone. Garner is gone. Donald Pleasance is gone.
0: Jackson is gone.
1: Jackson is gone. Yeah, actually, that's a good
0: question. Well, of the main stars, yeah, James Donald, the Doctor, is the, he gone? I think he's gone as well. Yeah, he's dead a few years. Right. Yeah. Your man wasn't he a singer? Uh, there was a fellow who was a singer. You you thinking about James Darren or someone? No, no. James Darren was Guns and Roses. Oh, John Layton. John Layton. John Layton. John Layton Yeah, he's still alive, I think. Right. Yeah, he's still. Is alive. Uh,
1: he had a hit called is Johnny? What, Johnny, remember me? I think it was. Is so. what
0: is your man dead who worked with uh, with Michael uh, Winner?
1: With Mike the your man <laughs> Mike, who's that?
0: He's a man who worked with Michael Winner on all the revenge movies. Oh the uh, Charles Bronson. Charles Bronson,
1: he's gone. No, he's gone. He's gone to his eternal. So there's so a lot row. of so them it, yeah, gone. so uh, um actually McCallum has a very hit, a big sort of hit series called NCIS. Have you ever seen it? No. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a doctor. Is he in it. He's a doctor in it, yeah. He, oh, and, really?
0: yeah. he was married to somebody who was he Jill Ireland. Jill
1: and Jill Ireland they met on Jill Ireland met Charles Bronson on the set of The Great Escape and she went off. And That's she
0: the left Div McCallum. Uh, yeah. 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 Right. Now, uh, why is Fargo, this is a good question, on the yeah. Emmys, yeah. and I think it, it demonstrates... Why is it on the Emmys? No. Yeah. It demonstrates the failure of the Emmys. Good question. Well, how is Fargo in a different category yeah. to detective? Yeah. We re- well, we, how we, is one no, a drama
1: and the other a miniseries? We raised that last week. We actually yeah. d- referred to that last week. As far as I know, uh, uh, there's, there were 10 episodes of Fargo, right? Yeah. And now, generally speaking, if you're talking about The Good Wife or something like that, you get about 22 episodes, okay? But I still think um, a series with 10 episodes is more than a miniseries. Yeah. You know, it's the same as Game of Thrones or any of those sort of cable okay. shows. And, uh, but what, what I'd say, George, is that uh, if they had put Fargo in the main section, in the best drama section, I think it would have enlivened it. I think it would have been good for it. But for some reason, they decided. Right. And again, it's what, it's what you're talking about,
0: stretching this thing out until you have categories and categories yeah. and categories. Uh, homosexuality was decriminalized in 1967. Seven. But oh. after a famous report by Lord Wolfenden. Oh, yes. Because sir. he yeah. also said the ladies in Piccadilly Circus could uh, wander around if they wanted to. I see but could
1: I just say by the way and um, you see her just basically in one section at the beginning of Pride I, it just reminded me again of how much I detest and detested Margaret Thatcher and I still do and she goes on about not being in this interview she goes on about not being a, a softie as she put it I, I don't think it was about being a softie I think it was about being a leader and she wasn't a leader and I think she used the miners strike I think as well she used the Falklands and especially the sinking of the Belgrano for her own Purposes. She was
0: without the milk of humankind. I think she was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and she was uh, a
1: caricature, George. You should see her. And I think she'll be seen in history as, yeah, as, that she'll be a, a less and less figure as years go
0: on. The story of Pride was a subject of a fabulous play, says Marion, uh, by Michael Kerrigan, or even Michael Kerrigan, called Pits and Perverts.
1: Uh, actually, no. I saw in that, Belfast. Know, if, you know, that's really said, good. That's really good. If Pits and Perverts is one of the chants, one of the phrases. And um, so as one of the local papers um, takes him to task and takes the miners to task for supporting the gays. And uh, they decide then to throw it back. And they come up with this phrase, pits and perverts. And uh, it, it works for them.
0: Right. Yeah. Me all kerrigan. Yeah. Thanks, Marion. Now, Pride is a story, a true story. Yeah. and adapted for the film yeah. you're beginning to notice yeah. a trend of yeah. true stories well,
1: I, well okay first of all it's we're at that time of the year when all the film magazines when the trade papers and the websites they're actually identifying they're just talking about what's coming up for the rest of the year and you know things like The Hobbit The Battle of the Five Armies Exodus Gods and Kings Paul Thomas Anderson's latest which is Inherent Vice several musicals George several musicals on the way including a new version of Annie and Into the Woods in which I gather uh, Meryl Streep um, her voice her singing voice is supposed to be great Johnny Depp and Chris Priner and Robert Downey Jr. and Robert Duval are together in a, a a a legal thriller called The Judge. Then there's the spin-off of The Equalizer, which we'll see before with Denzel Washington in the the role of Robert McCall. Remember Robert McCall? Um, uh, th- so that'll be out before the end of September. Then we'll have another Hunger Games, Mockingjay Part 1, and then Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, and one that you've referred to before, the World War Two drama Fury, which is about tanks. Uh, during,
0: Can I ask? You sorry, a question?
1: they're they're some of the ones that are coming up now. Just to get on then to the well, real life. before you do, yeah,
0: yeah, right, yeah. Did you say Exodus? This is the Paul Newman movie. <laughs> Exodus was the Paul Newman movie, directed by uh, Otto
1: Preminger. Um, it went down forever. It went down forever. No, this is a new. Uh, this is a new Ridley Scott film. Uh, that just but it's been, not Exodus. No it's not, no, it's not. Why would they be putting out Exodus again? This is a new movie no. that's oh, out before the end. All right, of
0: the year. And what's the Battle of the Five Armies?
1: The Battle of the Five Armies is the third part of The Hobbit. The oh, third and final all part right, of right. The Hobbit. Okay. okay, so then just to talk about some of the... As I say, there's a wide range of new releases, um, pr- like Pride, uh, based on true stories. And I just thought we'd look at it, some of them. Now, the first of them is one that you've already expressed a big interest in. It's the Imitation Game, which is the... the the story of the World War II codebreaker Alan Turing, and it opens here, by the way, on the 14th. It's in Ireland on the 14th of November. Benedict Cumberbatch, who won an Emmy for playing Sherlock on Monday Night, he plays Turing, and he uh, and he plays him as a hero who's later vilified and, as you know, sent to prison for his homosexuality. And Cumberbatch apparently replicates the Matz Wizard's stutter in the film. Uh, he learned and uh, he learned how to work this elaborate code-breaking machine apparently, and he. He also even took up running. I didn't know that Turing was a world-class marathon. World no, class I didn't marathon. know that. I, I, Can
0: I ask you a question? Yeah. Uh, it's November the 14th. Will you promise, faithful... I will, to bring you. To bring me to, to the be, press I, showing. I will,
1: I will. Yeah, I you will. promise?
0: I absolutely promise.
1: OK, OK, we'll, uh, we'll I must find out, first of all, who's handling it. Then there's one called Unbroken, and that's, this is scheduled for release on St. Stephen's Day. And it's the story of Louis Zamperini. We talked about him before as well. He competed in the 1936 Olympics. That was the famous... Olympic Berlin, Berlin. Yeah, uh, he completed in that apparently in track. Then he enlisted with the U.S. Air Force uh, during the war. Survived the crash in the Pacific, uh, which left him marooned at a raft for forty-seven days, and uh, then he endured two years of torture in a Japanese prisoner of war camp. It is Angelina Jolie's second movie as a director. And um, I, I was reading about it. Um, Zamperini actually died at the age of 97 on July 2nd. And she took uh, the finished movie um, uh, on her laptop into the hospital and showed it to him. Before All right. Died. Is
0: Angelina Jolie married to Brad Pitt? Is yeah, she? Yeah. But they're breaking up, but they're staying together for the children. I'm not as well up on that. I'll bring, I'll bring the kind of scandal like stuff you know, every week. What, no, I didn't yeah, No, that. apparently that's I, true. Is it? Oh, yeah.
1: I didn't know that. Okay. Then there's one called that I'm looking forward to called Mr. Turner. And it's a Mike Lee film. I think it's the longest film that he's ever done, 150 minutes or something like that. And it follows the last 25 years in the life of the 19th century British uh, seascape painter J.M.W. Turner. Um, and it goes, covers a period when he courted a lover, rejected another, uh, went to war with the artistic establishment in the UK and, and helped lay out the framework for impressionism. And, uh, Timothy Spall plays the lead. Um, he's, he's worked with Mike Lee a lot. And, um, uh, so so apparently he, what he said, he, he apparently prepared for about two years uh, learning to paint. And he said by the time he was finished, he could um, he could paint to the level that Turner was painting at uh, up to about the age of eight. So he won the Best Actor Award at this year's Cannes Film Festival. And that one is called Mr. Turner and it's due out on the 31st of October. Then Selma George. Now, you'll, you're having a good knowledge of American history, you know, follows uh, that sort of period in 1965 when Martin Luther King took part in three brutal marches from Selma to Montgomery, which was the capital of Alabama. And th- this ultimately led to the Voting Rights Act. Uh, LBJ, who I still think and I'll always contend, doesn't get enough credit for some of his accomplishments. I'm with you. Yeah, One. Uh, he he introduced this um, legislation that prohibits racial discrimination in voting in the U.S. Um, movie has been a long time coming and it's another one of these African-American subjects that's been pioneered by Oprah Winfrey. She's one of the producers of it. And I think she also has a small role, a role in it. David Oyelowo, who was in uh, English actor, who was in Lincoln and Jack Reacher. He played a baddie in Jack Lynch. He plays Martin Luther King. And it will have what I, I gather, what's called an academy run in the US before Christmas and then open in January for the 50th anniversary of the events that it predicts or um, depicts. So that's that. Then there's the theory of everything. Just a couple of more the theory of everything, which plots Stephen Hawkins's relationship with his wife, Jane, and the struggle they faced after he was diagnosed, diagnosed with the degenerative disease, ALS, which is Lou, Lou Gehrig disease, isn't it?
0: Yeah Lou Gehrig's disease is kind of modern neuron disease mm. uh you know of a different type yeah well, but, it's, it's, but it but remains is still described as lou Luke gehrig's gehrig disease, disease. in people's together, yeah okay. played memorably by gary cooper
1: he was yeah and lou gehrig was a baseball player wasn't with he with new york yankees yeah And uh, so this is this is the theory of everything. A film will be out here in January. I think it's the 9th of January. It's directed by a nice director called James Marsh. He won an Oscar for uh, that documentary Man on Wire. And it stars a nice actor as well. Eddie Redmayne and Felicity Jones. And then there's one called Kill the Messenger. Now, Jeremy Renner stars in this. He plays a guy called. Gary Webb, who was a reporter on the San Jose Mercury, and in 1996, he wrote a series of explosive articles alleging that the CIA was complicit in cocaine smuggling from uh, Nicaragua into the U.S. And uh, the ensuing controversy in which he was targeted by the CIA cost him everything, and he committed suicide in 2004. Um, so I her. That's and then th- there is one other one which I thought you might have known about or heard about. Uh, it's called Foxcatcher and again this was in the Cannes Film Festival in May and e- even at that stage they were hailing it. It's directed by a guy called Bennett Miller and even at that stage uh, they were hailing it as a potential Oscar nominee. Did you know about this story? No. Okay it's called it's
0: an Olympic wrestler.
1: Yeah an Olympic wrestler a fellow called Dave Su- Schultz um, uh, and his brother Mark, And they became involved with this multimillionaire, this Pennsylvania multimillionaire fellow called John DuPont. And he gave over a big part of his his horse farm uh, to become a training facility for these wrestlers. But he fell out with him and eventually he actually killed Dave Schultz. Who's played in the movie by Channing Tatum? So it's that story, and it looks quite interesting. Again, in that case, it'll open here in January.
0: Philip, you're talking about Alan Turing, that movie. Yeah. Uh, his parents were married in Saint Bartholomew's Church on Clyde Road in Ballsbridge. Right. His mother was Irish. Have you seen this Boyhood movie? Michael thought it was terrible. Can't understand the rave reviews. Do you know anything about it? Boyhood. Yeah. I know. No. No. I th- I th- I think it's
1: superb. I love it. Oh, yeah I do
0: what about this new series in the US called Manhattan somebody says yeah it's
1: about the." you know what it's about it's about the Manhattan Project the nuclear yeah yeah, yeah, the the, the, the atom bomb yeah yeah. and uh, I've only obviously I haven't seen it yet Uh, I've seen several reports on it and it's very very encouraging
0: but they made a truckload
1: those movies for, uh, for a while, there was a big interest in it. Yeah. Then, then it disappeared.
0: They, could you get, this is really, he likes Sidney Lumet, who's yeah. a great yeah. director. Yeah. I wonder, could you get all of them in a the box set? Alan wants. I to don't know. think
1: you can get them all in a box set, Alan, but I think I have about 14. I think I have about, I think right off, I think from Angry, um, uh, 12 Angry Men onwards, um, I've about four. So it is possible. And and, and if you uh, look in the likes of HMV at the moment, where they're actually selling uh, three for ten, George, there's some really good bargains. Okay. Uh, Have you seen Locke, British film? Oh, Locke is great. Locke is, (laughs) Tom Hardy is in it. He's great. A lovely actor.
0: And you're a big fan of Donovan, aren't you? Of who? Donovan. The same, the Ray first, Donovan Oh, Ray or, Donovan, I am. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I was mentioning <laughs> <Yeah>. about Hawking. <laughs> the, the story of these women who marry men who are uh, in very difficult yeah. physical positions, I think, is extraordinary stories of courage of women. Yeah. Like a Dare Manor now, for instance, yeah. Lord Lord Dare. You know, he had got polio as a child, so he, he his wife like took incredible care of him. You know, yeah. and the wives of guys who get Catastrophically injured in sport, for instance, yeah. you know, which we have in rugby. I think they're very uplifting stories. Well, one and of the why the, that Hawkins thing might be interesting. Yeah, yeah.
1: well, well, it's the theory of everything it's called. And one one of the interesting things is, is they've actually put out pictures of Eddie Redmayne um, at his wedding um, with his wife. That's the 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 the, uh, the actors playing, and then the original, um, the real pictures. And in the in the real picture, George, he actually has at that stage, he's he's on. A a walking stick. He's only twenty-six or whatever. He's but he's on a walking stick. So the thing is, actually, hit him uh, by that time. And uh, and she, as as what you're saying, basically, she was true to him. The story apparently is a love story. True yeah. To well, story that's
0: why thing. I I remember uh, um, there. The 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 earl. I think he was he used to go to the cur a lot for races and stuff. And it happened to him as a as a young boy, you know. And I always thought they were great love stories. Finally, are you recommending my hero? John Hamm and Million Dollar Arm.
1: Uh, yeah yeah I am I mean again I think it's a bit long it's two hours long and and one of the things about it is okay it's about this agent this sports agent who goes to India and the stuff in India is a bit sanitised I have to say Uh, but uh, it's very good supporting cast Alan Arkin we talked about last week uh, Lake Bell and various others and uh, they surround the main character um, who's played uh, it's his first um, it's his first starring role John Hamm's first starring role and he carries it